everyone i hope everyone's doing well it's time for another episode of plague diaries i'm not going to take too much of your time this time around uh just got some announcements actually some really interesting shit is going to be happening fairly soon and um yeah i just wanted to share it with you guys that song was moss icon uh i think the name of this song is end liberation fly it's not clear to me um you know they're songs titles are kind of obscure and the way they write things down on the records is kind of weird but uh yeah that's moss icon uh liburnum is the lp and um that's a band that is um to some people i guess it's kind of obscure if you're a fan of tony joy uh it's one of his early bands uh back in the mid 80s and uh tony joy is uh kind of a I would say a very prolific post-hardcore uh, guitar player and musician. Uh, he was in some some of the bands that he was in. Obviously, is the most uh, notable one was his time in Born Against, uh, the Universal Order of Armageddon, the Convocation of, and uh, yeah, Moss Icon was an early record that he played on. And um, yeah, I've always been a big fan of that particular. Uh, period of time uh moss icon became a band that people would cite as an influence on quote-unquote post-hardcore or emo and uh yeah post-hardcore is another one of those titles that i fucking hate just like post-metal post-rock post-black metal uh post-punk like all those titles and classifications are kind of whack i think but um yeah, anyway, the guys in Moss Icon uh, claim that they have no knowledge of uh, influencing any of those genres of music. But anyway, people that write articles about bands and music often say that. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's snowing out. It's allegedly here in the Northeast tri-state area, we're supposed to get uh, several days of heavy snow and blizzard conditions here. And um, this uh, record just seemed kind of appropriate for the day. And uh, yeah, it just takes me back, man. It's like, uh, it's funny how music does that to you, where you can listen to something, you think it's a good idea to put something on, and you're like, man, suddenly you're transported to a different time and a different place, and you're younger, and you got different passions going on, and you're, you know, you're not looking at your mobile phone, you're going to uh, the food co-op uh, to buy <laughs> to buy uh, vegan food, and um, life's just a different time, man. It's just a different thing back then, and uh, yeah, that that era of music is always very special to me. Some of the early, uh, you know, Ebullition releases, uh, Vermiform records. Uh, it was it was a very um, special time for me, and uh, yeah, Moss Icon is. Uh, one of the bands that I, I count as a, an important band, at least for me. 
Anyway, on to some news. Well, before I comment on that, man, I'm looking out the window, man. It's fucking snowing out, bro. Which, uh, it's weird that it's the end of January, and this is supposedly the first real snowstorm we're getting. Back when I was a kid, I remember oftentimes it would be snowing around Thanksgiving. And uh, you would get, like, you know, 24 inches of snow in the winter sometimes. You know, you'd get these times. I remember being a kid and there being so much snow that it was coming up to my chest. I mean, when I was a little kid, you know. And, um, yeah, shoveling driveways became a way for me to make money when I was in high school and, and grade school and middle school. I would go around the neighborhood and shovel the neighbor's driveways out and, uh, you know, get paid like five bucks or something like that. And uh, that whole uh, cottage industry is probably gone for young people these days. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's sad, that kind of thing. Shoveling driveways in the winter and mowing lawns in the summer. That was how I made my spending money when I was a kid. So, anyway, on to the news. Uh, My last episode of Gimme Metals, Metal Matters, is coming up. Episode 110, which is going to air on February 16th, is going to be it for me. Uh, I've stepped down. Um, you know, there was no, you know, there's no hard feelings. Like, everything's cool. It's not like those guys, uh, you know, fired me or I had an argument with someone or whatever. Or I was fed up and I was like, I've had it. I'm gone. It was nothing like that ever happened. I just wanted to focus on my own stuff. Um, I got burned out on doing that type of thing. And before the show started suffering, I wanted to, uh, you know, give my two week notice, shall we say. Uh, but what I did is I found some replacements to pick up the show. And, uh, so the show metal matters, which is a, um, you know, that, that, that's a, a gimme metal uh, IP. So they, you know, they own that. They can do whatever they want with it. Um, it's going to continue. The new hosts are Fred Passaro and Mike Burdan, who, um, you know, some of you people might recognize those names. Fred, Fred's been around writing about music and being an, you know, editor in chief and, uh, you know, behind the scenes guy, uh, show promoter, everything for decades. Um, you, you know, I became familiar with him when he was at Brooklyn Vegan and, um, he was promoting shows and he was one of the early, uh, uh, early supporters of tunes. And, um, I remember he wanted to write about the band. He would organize shows and invite us to play. Uh, and he was one of the guys in the very, very beginning that gave us, uh, some ink. And I was really happy about that. And Fred and I have become friends and he's helped me out over the years, uh, Fred has, when he had the uh, clairvoyant website, he reached out to me and offered me work as a writer. So, you know, he helped, he helped uh, keep food on my table, my rent paid, and my bills paid. So I uh, wanted to do him the favor of um, asking him if he was interested in taking over as host for, for Metal Matters. And I couldn't think of anyone better than Fred. I mean, a dude's been doing music journalism. He's got an insane amount of contacts. He's interviewed tons of people. Uh, he was the editor at Noisy, you know, the Vice uh, music site. 
uh, for a number of years. He was, I'm not sure what he did at Revolver, but I know that he was um, also uh, one of the main guys there uh, behind the scenes doing a bunch of stuff. Um, and yeah, he's taking it over. I don't really know Mike Berdan very well, but he and Fred are going to be co-hosting the show. I believe Mike is going to be responsible for most of the technical stuff and production. And Fred's going to be kind of the mouthpiece of the operation. So should be good, man. I'm, uh, I'll listen. So yeah, my, my last episode is February 16th. It's going to be airing on February 16th. Randy will be joining me. We'll be discussing Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast, which uh, is meaningful because episode number one featured me and Randy talking about Iron Maiden Killers, the Paul Diano record. So it's just fitting that we wrap things up talking about Bruce Dickinson. I think that, uh, you know, it was, uh, though Diano is my favorite singer in Maiden, we got to give respect to to, uh, Bruce Dickinson. And uh, yeah, we, we both decided that would be a good way to go out. Um, episode 111, I'll be on that episode as a guest to kind of transition into Mike and Fred taking over the show. And, uh, and then I'll be done, you know, and I'll be done and I'll be, you know, free to pursue other, other things, which leads me to what I'm actually going to be doing after I leave Metal Matters. As some of you know, um, I've been doing Necromaniacs, uh, which is a horror-related podcast, um, for several years, and that that has become weekly now. You know, late last year, me and Mike decided that we would invite uh, Jeff Kashid on as a third host, and that podcast has become weekly. So every Thursday, there's a new Necro that goes out to the masses, and um, we're going to be launching a Patreon, which is going to have a bunch of uh, bonus content, early access to shows. Um, some of the bonus stuff is going to be another weekly uh, staff picks kind of episode. You know, I don't know if any of you guys who follow Necro will notice that on Fridays, I usually put up some kind of like staff pick for the upcoming weekend. And um, we talk about like, you know, I, we actually don't talk about it yet <laughs> on social media, but We'll, we'll, you know, we'll showcase a, uh, a movie like Extro or Beast Within, you know, or the Jim Van Beber Manson film, you know, things like that. And um, just as like, a, you know, a suggestion of some cool shit to watch over the weekend. Uh, well, as one of the Patreon um, episode bonus episodes, every week I'll be going into some detail about each one of those films. And uh, yeah, that might be useful in case you've never heard of, uh, you know, classics like some of the films I've mentioned, you know, or Deadbeat at Dawn or Combat Shock, you know, all these like relatively obscure, uh, worthwhile films that fall into the genre, you know, extreme, you know, exploitation realm. Uh, You know, then there'll also be some bonus episodes with the three of us, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff. So that's one of the things I'm going to be putting more time and energy to. But more importantly... If you're listening to this ep- this this actual podcast, everything went black. That will become a weekly thing. Randy will be joining me. Ralph Schmidt will be joining me. Um, they will. The conversations will not be limited to specifically metal and extreme music. We'll be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. 
uh, you know, Randy and I'll primarily be talking about records and, you know, playing in bands and things like that. Uh, Ralph will be coming on once a month. And then the uh, other two weeks of the month will be spread out between either uh, episodes like this, um, where I tell stories and all this other bullshit. And, uh, <laughs> and I'll have um, the occasional um, interview or guest. And uh, one of the things, and, and this is more, I guess, self-imposed over at, um, at Gimme, was uh, there, there was the idea of doing something that would get a lot of people interested. And uh, that was like, I mean, no, no one ever, re- I mean, they pretty much let me do everything I wanted, anything I wanted to do over there. You know, as long as it fit within 60 minutes, which is another thing that's going to go away. Like, obviously, with everything went black and necro, we have, we can put as long, of the episodes are as long as we need them to be. Two hours, hour and a half, whatever. Three hours. We've had three-hour episodes. Uh, you know, it's, um, I don't know if anyone actually makes it to the end of a three-hour episode, but they're there. If you want to listen to it in chunks or you got a long drive or something like that, it's available to you. Um, but one of the things that in my, in the back of my head, because someone, they hired me to host and produce metal matters was trying to get like people interested in it. You know, not just, not just people who give a fuck about like the things I do or tombs or, you know, the narrow world of, of stuff that I like, you know, uh, we, I was trying to appeal to, um, you know, just the general, run-of-the-mill heavy metal fan, you know? And if you look at our list of classic episodes, you'll see that even though we were focusing on, like, you know, stuff that people like, you know, we we would also oftentimes pick the kind of Dark Horse records by some of these bands. You know, for example, like Metallica, we'd pick Garage Days, you know. Me and uh, Papalardo talked about that one. And, uh, you know, Papalardo will be coming on on too. I mean, he's he's also been, uh, yeah, he's he's a he's a good guest, man, knowledgeable guy. So he'll be coming coming on as well. Maybe he'll talk about skating and shit like that. So we'll see. Um, you know, we had stuff like Circus of Power, which uh, I I love that band. That they're great, you know. But hardly anyone knows about them. But I, I also like the idea of kind of curating stuff for people, but I, I wasn't sure if that was in line really with the philosophy of growing a podcast into this thing where you can get, uh, you know, advertising and sponsors lined up and all that kind of stuff. And I just got burned out on the whole thing because there's a lot, a lot of people out there that I want to talk to that I don't know if they would fit the format. Like there's a lot of subjects I want to talk about which don't necessarily fit the format. You know, and, and I, I don't want, I want to have that freedom. You know, for example, I, I'm a huge fan of Adam Neville. You know, he's like this author I discovered. He wrote The Ritual, um, you know, a, a book, one of his books that got turned into a Netflix, uh, you know, movie. And um, I've been in touch with him, you know, we just email, but I wanted to ask him on as um, a guest on metal matters because he is a huge extreme music fan and if you read any of his books he also has a lot of references to black metal and doom and you know he he's like i think he's like one of us like he's like a guy who loves like weird shit and heavy music 
So I, I just don't know what the angle would have been to have him on Metal Matters. But on Everything Went Black, I think he'd be like the perfect uh, guest. So yeah, that's kind of the direction I want to go. I want it to be a weekly show, you know, every day, every day on the same, every week on the same day, you'll get a new episode. I'm going to launch a Patreon. Oh, yeah, by the way, if you have been on the Patreon, I shut it down. Uh, we're going to relaunch it probably, you know, either April or May. Uh, I got to put some content on there. Um, it's just going to be a whole new thing. It's going to be a relaunch. Like, I've been doing this for, I don't know, fucking 10 years, I guess. It seems, I think 10 years is about right. And um, I just want to turn it into something real. Something real and something that is a consistent image with the things that I do, you know, like not caring about what people think, not caring about popularity, you know, not caring about uh, getting views or any of this other bullshit. And, you know, just kind of putting out quality stuff and, uh, you know, the Patreon thing. I mean, this stuff doesn't cost me. It's not free to do all this stuff is what I'm getting at. I mean, there's, you know, expenses, that go towards the host, you know, there's expenses like that. And all I really want to do is be able to get enough uh, cash together from doing this so I don't lose money every year. And it'd be nice to make a little bit of money because this is a job for me. I feel like this, I am giving up a, a job actually at Metal Matters to uh, devote more time to this. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, I'm not trying to beg for money. Once again, this is like, a passion project, but I also want to be able to like put my best efforts into this thing. You know, it'd be cool to like get another mic because I like to have three people on. Um, you know, maybe get a new interface, like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so that's uh, you know, that's kind of the, the the news right now, the current state of affairs with podcasting. Uh, as on the Tombs front, next week we have we have our um, live recording going up live video of a clandestine ritual that's the name of it we recorded that uh i mean it's not a live stream but instead it is a multi-camera uh shoot of us performing uh new material from well it's a it's a mix of material that was on under sullen skies and uh you know some older tracks um, you know, performing it live and it's uh, shot really well. It's like atmospheric. It's got multiple camera angles. Uh, so yeah, actually, I'll give the credits for it right now. It's uh, edited by Jacqueline Shear, filmed by DC, recorded by our own Justin Spath, our drummer, and mixed by Sanford Parker. And you guys all know who he is, man. He's uh, you know he's the man. He's re you know recorded Nakmistium. Uh, he, he uh, did uh, Unearthly Trance Records. He also recorded uh, our EP, All Empires Fall. So uh, he's a guy that we've been, uh, you know, in the mix with. And uh, good guy. Did a great job in the mix. I actually listened to them yesterday because um, I just, you know, we're getting ready to launch this thing. So I just want to check everything out again. And it sounds cool, man. It sounds like us playing live. Like it's like super raw versions of the songs. And uh I'm looking forward to finally getting this thing out there because we, we did this back in like, how do I think the late, late October is when we recorded this and uh, it's been sitting around 
trying to figure out what to do with it. Uh, there were plans to put it out in December, I guess, and that got postponed. And then now, strategically, we're coordinating the release of this thing. And I guess there's some rhyme or reason as to why we picked uh, February, the week of February 4th. So, so yeah, just go over to the Tombs Bandcamp, uh, join the mailing list. Uh, you can pre-purchase the, pick, the tickets. Or you could just wait around for a few months because I think that eventually we're probably just going to put this up for free on our YouTube channel, which uh, is actually a brand new YouTube channel. We just start, we have, <laughs> it's kind of funny, we had a YouTube channel, but no one knows how to access it. We started it before uh, Google purchased YouTube. Uh, so there's some credential that was lost to the uh, ether and the, our former management people were the ones who actually had access to it. And I tried contacting them, the one person that uh, used to manage the band before Mark Vieira managed us, and uh, that person disappeared too. Um, <laughs> she disappeared just like our passwords. So uh, that one we've abandoned, and we started a new one, uh, and we're starting to put content on that. And some of the old videos that have been done over the band's career, the videos that we have access to are going to go up on that. And, you know, one, one of the things, there's a, uh, Jacqueline Shearer also actually directed and, and edited the, the, to- the Tombs Heroes David Bowie cover video. And that, that's like, I, I've always had like a, I've always loved that, that particular version that we did, man. That, it was actually just me and Andrew that recorded that at the time of that recording the band basically was me and andrew hernandez we had no bass player <laughs> we had no second guitarist and uh andrew and i just got together uh, went up to boston and um our good friend tim schmoyer uh recorded it at a practice base in austin mass and now there's some history with this too Tim's bands, bands, many bands that he's been in have been in that room for, I don't know, at least 10 years. Well, actually more, actually it's got to be more than 10 years. It's got to be like 15 years at that particular time. Because uh, that very room used to be the, an anodyne, the, one of the anodyne practice spaces that uh, we shared with uh, the world is my fuse, which is the post 454 big block band that my former friend and arch nemesis uh, Keith Bal- uh, Keith, yeah, Dean Baltolonis used to be in, and um, is that same room. I mean, Tim is now since then they've abandoned that room, and Tim has moved out to the southwest somewhere. And uh, but yeah, it was just kind of a trip doing that, being there in that room that I used to spend so much time in in a different band, in a different era, in a different time, in a different place, man, for me in my life. And uh, working on this track. And, you know, Heroes, the song, uh, ever since I was like a young kid, I've always loved that Bowie song. And uh, it goes all the way back to me watching this film called Christian F. A really, just like a bleak German drama about this young girl, um descent into heroin addiction and then ultimately she gets uh out of it you know luckily and uh 
had a great soundtrack. I remember being in high school and loving the soundtrack so much that I found it on vinyl. And I have it. I don't know if it's worth anything, but I'm never going to sell it anyway. And that song has always been just like this fucking cool song. And I just remember uh, we were on tour in Europe and uh, having that soundtrack playing on all the, a lot of the drives and just being like, yeah, someday like I need to, to cover this song somehow. And, you know, and then um, we ended up doing it. We, we did like, uh, there's two edits of that song. There's like a radio extended edit and then there's a, uh, you know, a dance hall, whatever edit. So we did, we actually have like two versions of that song. And uh, my buddy Ralph Schmidt was able to be part of that. If you're familiar with the extended version of the Bowie song, there's a, there's a section where Bowie sings it in German. So I do not speak German. So I had to enlist Ralph to sing that part of the song in German. So it was just a really cool thing that we were able to do, and I was excited about that. Ralph's in the video. Um, you know, some of the video was shot in Berlin. Some of it was shot in Brooklyn. You know, there's like some New York City uh, vibes. You know, there's some Berlin vibes. So it's like this cool like New York Berlin thing. And um, not only is it was good, is it good for me to do this as a uh, sort of a goal? But you know, it kind of yeah you know, documented my time living in Brooklyn, my time around New York City, and uh, you know, it's all it's like a document to that because. Uh, that city doesn't exist anymore the way I remember it. Um, certainly not after 2020, but even leading up to 2020, uh, the things that I loved about New York were starting to go away. And um, I'm just glad to have been able to put some of that stuff on film, you know, and, and have it, you know, as like a document and incorporate that song into it. So I'm really happy about that. And uh, that's going to show up on our... Um, our YouTube channel and I'll give you guys information about all that once it, you know, once we launch, well, it's launched, but once all the stuff's put up on there. So anyway, that's that, uh, tired about talking about politics. I'm glad that, you know, things seem to, I guess, kind of been straightening out in that realm. Um, we got a lot of problems, obviously, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fairly optimistic that, uh, cool heads will prevail. Um, and that's it, man. And um, stay tuned. You know, the, in the month of February, I'm going to be working on uh, putting together content so that we can launch this thing proper, uh, probably mid-March. And uh, we'll have this show up weekly. We'll have more stuff available. Probably start doing more video work on it and, uh, you know, just making this thing cool. I know that I've been threatening to make Everything Went Black an actual media company for a while, but... Maybe that's what happens. I don't know. It's kind of up to you guys, too. If you want to listen to this shit and check it out, share it with your friends, like all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I hope everyone's doing well. Take care. If you live in the tri-state area, stay warm and stay safe in the cold weather. And we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. <laughs>